Today's episode is brought to you from the Russell Hotel, a historic East Nashville church transformed into a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of each stay to local nonprofits who are helping those experiencing homelessness. Visit russellnashville.com to book your experience today. That's russellnashville.com. R-U-S-S-E-L-L Nashville.com. What is up, you guys? We are back with another episode of You're Not the Worst. What else do I say? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, guys, to episode two of You're Not the Worst podcast, hosted by yours truly, Riley Nelson. And Avery Blessing. And guys, we have some very fun news for you guys today. We are international, baby. Oh, yes, we are. (laughs) Cringing. (laughs) Woo! International! (laughs) Shout out to Belgium! We see you, we know you're listening, and thank you. We love you. We love you so much. It's so random. I was looking on the map of where our listeners were, and we saw Belgium, and I was like, what? I know. I'm so excited, though. I'm like, wait, someone like from out of the country? I know. Found our podcast. Yeah, and they know who we are. Yeah. Like, that's so, I don't know why. My mind can't fathom that. But whoever you are in Belgium... Thank you for listening. Tell all of your friends. Share it. Let's let's cover the entire map. Yeah. Okay. So to catch you guys up on what we've been doing in our lives currently, I will go first. So first thing, I went to New York like a week and a half ago with my friend from high school, and we just stayed for two days. But during those two days, I met these two people from this reality TV show that I watched called Summer House. Tell them, tell them who you met. I met Kyle and Carl from Summer House. Yes. Avery and I are obsessed. Obsessed. With Summer House. She FaceTimed me while she was with Kyle. <laughs> and she was like, I, I was at a restaurant with friends, but I was like, I knew she was there. So I was like, I have to answer this phone call. And when I picked it up, it was her and Kyle. And they were like, hey, Riley. And I was like, oh, my God, it's <laughs> Kyle from Summer House. If you watch Summer House, they are exactly like how they are in real life. Or they are exactly like how they are in the show. Like they're no different. Yeah. I know it was so fun. I wasn't even there. And I was like freaking out. I was shaking. You can ask. Like, any of our friends who were there, they were like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, no, I, I'm, like, freaking out. I just met really? Kyle from Summer House. <laughs> He's so funny. No, my phone was shaking because my hand was shaking. I was so nervous. Yeah. I always get nervous when I, like, see celebrities. And it's so weird because I'm like, they're literally just people. Yeah. But, like, the celebrities I see are, like, Bachelor people. Yeah. I've seen a few Bachelor contestants or I don't even know what to call them. Like, people who were on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Um, yeah, and the conversations that I had with them were so normal, too. Yeah. It wasn't, like, weird or awkward, and I wasn't, like, freaking out. It was just, like, a genuine conversation. Yeah, but she did mess up a little bit because she didn't ask them to come on the podcast. <laughs> like, how cool would that have been? That would have been so cool. And I honestly don't know if they would have, but that would have been so cool. Okay, we don't know that they would have, but it can't hurt to ask. The worst yeah. thing they're going to say is no. I shouldn't but, like, think about it. It would be really cool to have them... Just pop in on a Zoom call, answer a few questions, and then hop off, you know? Yeah. Summer House is just a reality TV show about a friend group living in the Hamptons and a house in the Hamptons for each summer every weekend, and they just film their lives in that house. Yeah. One thing, though, that I noticed about the show is, like, how much they fight. And I don't understand. I can't tell you the last time I've got in a screaming fight with someone because it probably was never and yeah. I understand it's for TV but I'm like you think where, that they're like that age they wouldn't fight like that but it's like where does that come from yeah but I think that is that planned or is it real yeah I think they might just escalate it more just for the TV right yeah like I think they're real situations I think that they just emphasize it yeah and like make it worse than it is because they're also drunk sleep deprived and they like work like crazy jobs in New York yeah I think it would also be exhausting to go back from the city to the Hamptons every weekend. I can't imagine. I always think about that. It's like, 
Every Friday, they drive three hours yeah. to get to the Hamptons, and then they drive back on Sunday, or sometimes even they'll get up early and go back Monday morning. Yeah, and they have these crazy parties every weekend that go all out, and I'm like, how are you not dying of exhaustion? Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know if I could do that. Yeah, I don't either. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't think I could do that. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, next thing for me is just basically this week, I've just been working on editing this podcast and getting it on Apple and Spotify, which I was successful in. It's a lot easier than you think it is to be able to get it on Apple and Spotify, the podcast. I had to read a bunch of articles to figure out how to get it on there and like where to go and what to submit. But after that, it was really easy. Yeah, I think that with with getting it on, it's hard to figure out, but once you figure it out, it's really not that hard. Yeah. I don't know. Avery does all the technical stuff. I do all <laughs> the creative stuff, but that's why yeah. it works. Yeah. Because she's good with technology and I'm really good with creativity, social media. So we can like put our strengths together and we have this podcast. Right. Love that. Next thing is that I kind of, this is kind of random, but I joined a Nashville promotion group. I just saw this post on a Facebook page and I thought it was just a one-time thing, but it's now kind of just become a group text that texts every weekend about events that the company is hosting in Nashville. I mean, yeah, it's kind of fun, but it's random. I didn't know you were doing that. When did you start that? Literally, no, I like did it out of nowhere. I maybe like last week. Did they, so they just text you and they're like, we need someone to come film and then you can go film? Mm -hmm. Are you getting paid with it? No, it's free. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's just for fun. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, but I'm honestly mainly doing it just so I can film. Because if I film, then I'm able to build my portfolio. There you go. Yeah. And then next thing is I'm going to LA soon to help my friend move. I'm just going to help him unpack he just graduated from college from SMU and he's going to LA and he's one of my best friends from home. So I'm really happy to be there for him to do that. Yeah. I, so I looked it up how <laughs> long the drive is because I was like Dallas to LA. That's a long drive. Yeah. It's so long. So I looked it up and it is exactly 1,436 miles mm. of a drive. <laughs> You're going to put a lot of miles on whoever's car that is. I know. Probably his. Yeah, his. Yeah, Not his mine. car is about Thank to God. be like, good yeah. night. And then it is a 21-hour drive. That seems so long. Yeah. I mean, Houston to Nashville is 12. Yeah. You're going to have two days of 12-hour drives. Or you could do three days and shorter. Do you, Are y'all stopping? Have y'all planned that? Because there's no way you so. can drive straight through. Yeah, no. I think we're going to plan where to stop and everything but we haven't done that yet but like ew that's just like sounds gross yeah that'll be a lot yeah <laughs> okay and then lastly I'm doing a full course load for summer for classes and I'm so exhausted I literally feel like this week it's just been school work podcast go to bed repeat yeah I I kind of feel the same except I have like a few different jobs so it's like work but then next day different kind of work and then next day podcast you know yeah so I got the job at the med spa and I started my first day I think last week and so far I am loving it like seriously the people I work with are so cool they all seem like really tight and really close and when I walked in they're all like oh my god you must be Riley you must be Riley and I was like yeah I am and they're like we've heard so much about you like we're so excited to meet you mm -hmm. I know. And then I like was sitting down and they're like, tell me about yourself. What are you doing? Like, well, what good. makes you you? Yeah. Everyone's like so kind and makes me feel like really welcomed. And I'm really excited for this job. Are they your age? I'm not exactly sure everyone's age because it is a skin company. So their skin all looks amazing. <laughs> hence, it makes them look younger. So I'm not sure the ages. I feel like. Wait, that's so nice. I know. I feel like everyone's like in their 20s. Maybe my manager's in her 30s. Yeah. I don't know. I, I literally can't tell because they all look so good. Yeah. I'm definitely the youngest there, though. Okay. Like, I, I've noticed. It's me, I'm 21, and then I think the next youngest is 23. Okay. So I'm not sure all of the ages, but so far it's been really good. I'm really excited to start being able to get free services, but 
right now I'm just trying to learn the products and, you know, learn the services so I can be able to relate that back to customers if needed. Yeah. Another little life update. This one's kind of sad. Remember the guy I was talking about last week? Yes, I was there. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you've lived through it, but I'm kind of talking to everyone, but like also you. Yeah. Um. Well, I called things off with him. There's no anger towards him. I think we just wanted different things, and I think that he just didn't like me enough. Like, I, I definitely think he liked me. I just didn't think he liked me enough to want to date. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just noticed he started pulling back, and he wasn't asking me out anymore like he used to, and he just, I don't know, like, things were just weird, and so he was just Snapchatting me, and... I didn't really want to Snapchat streak with someone if I wasn't going to hang out with them. You know? Yeah, that's weird. It's really weird. I don't want another friend. I have enough friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm good on friends. I'm. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking to be in a committed relationship. And, yeah, I feel like that's one part of my life that I've never fully gotten a grasp on or mm-hmm. done. So I'm. I'm kind of ready to you know, try a relationship out if it's with the right person. Right now I'm just trying to do school and work and manage a social life. I've been crazy busy, but I I wouldn't trade it. I like being busy. Me too. Because otherwise I just have time to sit there and think, and I don't like that. (laughs) And lastly, I am going on a trip to Costa Rica with my family they just randomly called me one night and they were like, hey, we're going to plan a trip to Costa Rica. Do you want to come? And I was like, is that a joke? Of course I want to come. So then they were like, okay, great. Flight's booked. We're going. Can you get off work? And I was like, I will make sure I'm off work. So I'm off of work and I'm going to Costa Rica. And probably by the time y'all are hearing this, I'll be in Costa Rica. That's going to be really fun. I know. I'm so excited. I was supposed to study abroad there um, in May 2020. But then obviously COVID hit and it got canceled. So I didn't get to go. So I feel like now this is like my my time to go back and not go back to go to Costa Rica and like really enjoy it. Yeah. All right, you guys. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about cheating and what we consider cheating, what some other people consider cheating, things that cheating leads to. Why do people cheat? Our own experience with cheating. Yes. And then we're also going to share some stories that people have sent in about their cheating experiences. Yeah. Thank you guys for sending those in. We really appreciate it. We actually got a lot. Yeah. And keep sending in any stories, any shitty things. Yeah. We always need the content. So please, please, please send in your stuff. You can go on our website, you're not the worst.com. And if you scroll to the bottom, there's an area where you can plug in your shitty things. And if you want us to keep it anonymous, we will. If not, like, we'll say your first name. We won't throw out last names. But, yeah, if you want it anonymous, we'll, we'll be anonymous. And if you don't want to be anonymous, that's fine, too. Yeah, we can talk about all of that when you send it in. We're, like, desperate for content. So, literally send us whatever you want, and we can figure that out and get it on the podcast. Yeah, so we're just going to jump right into it. The first question I'm going to ask Avery what do you consider cheating? So for me, I'm kind of in between. Like, I don't think anything emotional is cheating. I think physical stuff is cheating. You don't think emotional is cheating? No, because I honestly don't think that you, like, you can't help the way that you feel. You feel what you feel. You could be in a relationship with someone and meet someone and think they're really attractive or be super into them but But that's that's physical emotional is having like an emotional connection with someone else I don't think that's cheating because you can't help that I think that's worse than cheating you do because if you just have sex with someone then it's it's physical you'll never see him again but if you have an emotional connection with someone that's whatever like there's an affair you know where there's a, a, a whole nother woman well not if you do something physical with them what do you mean Like, the thing, okay, I'm thinking, like, let's say I see a guy, and I'm dating someone, and I see a guy out at a bar, and I think that he's really cute, and I talk to him, and I have a conversation with him, that's not cheating to me. 
that's not emotional cheating. Emotional cheating would be like you you talk to him at the bar, you get his number, oh, you start well, meeting physical. up with him. That's not physical. Physical is like emotional is like there's an emotional connection. There's physical cheating where it's like it was just a one time hookup. But then there's like physical with emotional where like they are having a whole nother relationship outside of yours. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not talking physical and emotional, but physical, obviously, hooking up with someone, making out with them, doing anything with them that you you do with me in my relationship that you wouldn't do with anybody else, that's cheating to me. Yeah. Like if you feel the need that you can't tell your girlfriend or boyfriend mm-hmm. what you're doing, I feel like that's because some part of you knows that you're cheating. Knows that it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that like cheating kind of leads to gaslighting, manipulation, and lying. Because I feel like whenever people cheat, 99% of the time, they don't be, they won't own up to it. And they're not like, hey, I need to tell you something. I cheated on you. Like a lot yeah. of times it turns into this like dirty little secret. And yeah. then like. And you have no idea. Mm-hmm. You have no idea about it. For I mean, for me personally, like in my experience, I had no idea. I don't know if I was blind, but yeah. I just think that women have such a big radar with that, like. Reading through the stuff that people have sent in, every single one of them is like, I had a feeling. And we've only gotten stuff from Mm. girls. We haven't received anything from guys. But from the female's perspective, they're like, I knew something was off. I could feel that they were cheating. And when I asked them about it, they started gaslighting and being like, you're crazy. You know I love you and all that stuff. Yeah. I think with my experience with it, specifically, we were kind of in a rough patch in our relationship already and we were constantly arguing and fighting but it never crossed my mind ever that he was cheating on me Mm. ever interesting I don't know why I never got a feeling that something was off I mean I already knew that we were you know in a shitty situation and our relationship was going to shit but I did not know that he cheated on me ever never crossed my mind yeah until someone told me about it months later and I was shook. Did you believe them? Yeah. Did, was there proof or anything? Or was it like someone that you trusted that told someone you? Someone that I trusted. Oh, okay. You know, sometimes girls will DM other girls and be like, hey, your boyfriend matched with me on Hinge. Or, hey, I made out with your boyfriend and then I didn't know he was in a relationship. I found out. And then the girl that's in the relationship is like, oh, I don't believe you, you know? Yeah. But sometimes I just feel like for someone to go out of their way... To tell you that your boyfriend is cheating. And especially if it's someone that neither of you has ties to. Mm -hmm. Why would they lie? Well, she told me so far after the breakup. Oh. Yeah. So y'all broke up and you never thought that he was cheating on you? Nope. Not one. Not one feeling. Whenever someone cheats on you, they don't tell you and they'll just lie to you. I feel like that's the worst part of cheating is the lying, at least personally for me, because I cannot let somebody in my life if they lie. I cannot trust somebody if I know that they lie. And obviously that's like what trust is. It's not lying. But I think that lying is the worst thing that you can do because it is you in, in any relationship. Like, I'm not just talking boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm talking about, like, in friendships, in parent-sibling relationships. or yeah. Sorry, parent-child relationships, sibling-sibling relationship. Like, yeah. any relationship, I think lying is the worst thing that you can do because then there's no trust. So we want to talk about why people cheat. Uh, we got this information from Healthline, and, you know, we did some digging and wanted to figure out what it is that makes people cheat that we we just want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. So the first thing that it talks about is anger and revenge. You want to get your partner back for cheating or doing something bad. I can totally see how that would happen. Like, I think if someone cheated on me, I would be like, I want to do it to them because I want them to know and understand the way I feel right now. And I think when it's a feeling that's so intense, like, you can't describe it to them in words. Well, it's anger. It's like yeah. betrayal. Yeah. I, I noticed they um, on Summer House, Amanda said that about Kyle. She was like, part of me has thought about cheating on him just so he knows 
the pain that he put me through. But she's like, I know that won't do any good for the relationship, but like sometimes it's hard to fight that urge because I want to hurt him the way that he hurt me. Yeah. And like I completely understand that. I don't consider myself ever being cheated on, but I could see myself doing that because I'm petty as fuck. So I'm like, oh, if they did this to me, I'm going to do it back twice as bad so that they know how bad it hurt. You yeah. Know? And it's a terrible way to think. It's not healthy. But I'd be lying if I said that I didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The next one that we have on here is falling out of love. Um, I've never really experienced that in a relationship. But I can totally see how that's a thing for why people cheat. I think definitely, too, within marriages. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, because it's like you're locked down. Or very long-term relationships, especially when there's kids involved. Yeah. Because I feel like... People will, you know, you get married and all this stuff. And whenever you're together for, I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you know, you see everything about this person. You know, they're your partner. And sometimes like, you feel like you know too much about them. And at the like you just get to a point where, like, you don't love them anymore. And I feel like that happens a lot in marriages because I, yeah. like, I feel like love kind of ebbs and flows. But you have to know that you made a commitment. Yeah. I think a lot of times with kids, too, like, a lot of marriages will fail because they just see it as a partnership to raise the kids. And a lot of times, you know, like, once they graduate and they go to college, a lot of times parents get married or get divorced because they're like, wait a second, I don't actually love this person anymore. Like, we yeah. were just in a partnership. We were just raising. Just raising the kids. Yeah. And I feel like when they are busy raising kids, they kind of forget to take time for themselves. Yeah, and I think it's so important to, like, never stop dating. Your wife or husband. In general, or even just your partner. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be, like, within a marriage. I think the second that you stop dating someone, then the romance falls out. It you dies. Know? Yeah, the romance dies. You're not, you're not going out of your way to do nice things for them, and then eventually it's not reciprocated, and then you're left with nothing. But if you're constantly dating and making your partner feel special, then how can the love die? Yeah. I My young life leader and her husband go on dates once a week. And no matter what, like they go on a date once a week and they make it to where like it's just them. It's just their time. They have a once a week date. And I'm like, that's just, it's amazing. I wish I could have something like that one day where someone loves you so much that they like continue to want to date you even after you're married and you've been together for 10 years. Yeah. And I feel like that also kind of gives you something to rely on and look forward to if like you plan out dates like that and it gives you stability. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. The next one is having the opportunity. Maybe you're at a bar and someone is flirting with you and giving you the opportunity to cheat and there also could be alcohol involved. Yeah. I think sometimes like you know, you forget what it's like to feel special from someone else because mm -hmm. you get so comfortable within a relationship. Maybe, okay, wait, this is kind of random, but maybe you're just bored with them. Well, that's falling out of love. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't you categorize that? I mean, no, maybe you're just like bored. Like there's no spice left. Like you love them, but you're bored. That's falling out of love. Is it? I feel like it is. Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. The way, I mean, the way you're describing it to me sounds like it's falling out of love. But um, back to the opportunity thing, like we, I've seen this few times with friends, you know, where you're in a relationship and then temptation arises and mm -hmm. an opportunity is given to you to cheat. And a lot of times, every time I've seen it, the person has been weak and they've done it. But I mean- there are times whenever people will stay strong and, you know, stay committed. I mean, I've definitely been in plenty of those times before. Yeah. Plenty of those situations where I am so close, but I never do it. If you do it, then that's on you. Mm -hmm. But if you feel like you're put in that situation and you feel those feelings like starting to arise, like I get it. I've been there. I think the difference is getting yourself out of it. Right. Uh, the next one we have on our list is commitment issues. Two people in a relationship can have very different ideas about what 
the relationship status is. So it could be like, is it casual? Is it exclusive? Mm. Is it exclusive, but we're going to be open? You know, there's a oh, lot of yeah. different. Yeah, there's a lot of different Wait, um, that's so true. forms of commitment. And I think it's up to every relationship to clearly define what the boundaries are yeah. within the relationship. Yeah, and I don't know why, but I really like having definition in my life. I like to define things. Same. Because that way there's no gray area. So yeah. like, you could sit down with your partner and say, if you kiss someone else, that is cheating. Yeah. If you are lying to me about someone else, that is cheating. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I feel like people only lie when they know they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And so if you feel the need to lie to me about something, in a way you're cheating. If that makes sense. I think that might come off. I think that might make the person speculate, like, about what you did. Yeah. If you lie about it and they're like, oh, did they actually cheat on me? Like, what did they do with that person? It's like even though they didn't cheat, you might feel that like feel that way. Yeah. And think that they did because they lied about it. Yeah. Even if they didn't. But I think it's so clear. So I kind of get what you're saying about that. Yeah. I think it's so important to set very clear expectations and boundaries within a relationship because otherwise then there's gray area for them to be like, well, I don't consider that cheating because I just don't consider it cheating. And it's like, well, I do consider it cheating, so... How are we going to go about this? And so if you just talk about that stuff from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, like. Just communication. Yeah. If you get a girl's number at a bar, that's cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Step one, communication. Yeah. I think also, though, I like seeing that other people are interested in the guy I'm interested in because. It's like a compliment. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. oh, he's hot. Like, they like him. Yes. Hot, you know? The next one is unmet needs. So. I kind of wrote some things down that I wanted to touch on about unmet needs. I heard this in a speech one time, and it, I, I wrote it down because it changed my life and the way I look at relationships. So men and women obviously are very different. We need, not want, we need different things in relationships. For women, it is very different from what it is for men, but we have to understand that the other person needs these things. And so it's so important to make sure that you are doing those needs, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm going to touch on women first. Three things that every woman needs in a, re- in a committed relationship is security, meaning like a home. They need to feel safe with the person, even if the security is financially. You know, like you want to feel financially secure. You want to have the freedom yeah. to feel like, you're going to be okay and you're going to be taken care of, you know? Yeah. That sounded kind of weird because it sounds like the man <laughs> has to take care of the woman. That's not true. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like... It's not like they depend on him. Yes. But, like, women also can c- create security for themselves financially. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking. But, like, safety, like, you want to feel... Like, a woman needs to feel safe with her husband or her partner. Physically or financially? No, physically. Okay. I don't know. When I sleep by myself, I'm terrified that I'm going to get murdered. But, like, if I'm sleeping, <laughs> if I'm sleeping with a guy, what? like, literally just sleeping, that's, why do you think I lock my door every night? Well, oh, okay, wait. I get what you're saying. It's, like, when you're with a guy, it's, like, a different thing. Like, you f- you want to feel safe around them. Yeah. The second thing a woman needs is affection, such as, like, compliments or flowers or just, like, little things to show that the other person cares because I feel like, a woman will give back the same energy that she's receiving. Think about it. Like in a relationship? Yeah, talk through it. Okay, so you're saying that... A woman will give back what she is receiving in a relationship. Oh, well, yeah. She's, okay, she's not going to do things for you that you aren't doing for her. So, like, for example, with this last guy that I was talking to, whenever he was being so... At, at the beginning, whenever he was really pursuing me... I was definitely being more giving and I was like super excited and I was like talking to him a ton and I Mm -hmm. wanted to like be with him and stuff. And then whenever he stopped asking me to hang out and like I, I, for a minute, I started putting up a little bit more effort and he wasn't reciprocating that effort. So I shut down completely. Yeah. 
Because if he's not giving me anything, I'm not going to give him anything. You don't want to put yourself more out there than you already have. Yeah. Um, also, one thing I want to say, too, with affection is that, and this is what men get confused a lot. They think affection means sex. And for women, affection is not sex. I mean, okay. A lot of women love sex. Yeah. They do. It's like physical affection. But that's not affection. Like, because think about it whenever guys, like, let's have sex, let's have sex. Or, like, they're like, send me nudes. You get annoyed. Yeah. Because they're not, like. It's not emotional. Yeah. But if a guy is, like, oh, my God, like, you look so beautiful today. Let me see you. Then I'm, like, ooh. <laughs> you know? And I'll send, like, yeah. you know, cute mirror, picture, mirror selfies. And then he'll be, like, complimenting me more. And then it makes yeah. me. Want to, like, give more, feel good, you know? Yeah. But whenever a guy's, like... So I guess sex is physical affection. But affection, when you're saying affection, it's, like, emotional affection. Yes. Um, The last thing that a woman needs is communication. They don't need someone to fix them. They just need someone to sit there and listen. So, like, say I've had a rough day at work. Whenever men listen to things that women are saying, they're listening for what's the point. Like, if you keep saying, I feel this, I feel that, that's going in in one ear and out the other. Whereas... Interesting. Because they're like, what can I do? What can I do to fix it? What do I need to do to fix it? But sometimes, like, for women, like, we don't want that. We just want you to shut up and listen. Yeah. <laughs> so to continue on, to move on, we're going to talk about three things that every man needs. Again, not once, but needs. Within a committed relationship. Right. So the first thing is honor and respect, praise him and allow him to fail. That's actually really interesting. I just heard that for the first time. <laughs> That's really interesting. I mean, I like that you said allow him to fail. Yeah, because I think a lot of times men think women are controlling because mm -hmm. or they're trying to change them. And like, I think that means like, just let him be him. Yeah, let him do his thing. If he's going to fail, let him fail. Yeah. You know, he'll learn from it. Don't fight it. Yeah. The next thing is support. I think that for supporting a man, okay, this is kind of interesting. With the last guy that I was with, he told me things that he had never told anyone else, not any of his friends, not any of his family. And these things that he told me were not bad. These were just normal feelings that any human can have. But he felt like he couldn't tell them to anybody else. He could only tell them to me. And I think that he knew that because he knew how honest I was in our relationship about what I had just gone through and I was very vulnerable. And with him, he saw that it was okay to be that way in front of me because yeah. I was already doing because that. Because you're supporting him. Right. And I was supporting him by being being vulnerable and letting him get that stuff out to me. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to like support your partner because like you want them to feel good you want them yeah. to feel like you're in their corner you know so like even if it's like a business venture like always support the person that you're with but yeah. like this specifically is for a man like so like say a man is like taking a new business venture i think a lot of women are like "Ooh, that's risky we could be poor don't do it <laughs> we, we could lose all our money but it's like no just let him do it like yeah be his biggest cheerleader yeah i mean we deserve the same thing Oh, 1,000%. Yeah, it's, I think it goes both ways, for sure. No, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. this is something that a man needs. This is not something that a woman needs. Yeah, okay. But you want to feel supported by your partner in everything you do. You know? Right, yes. Okay, last thing is sex. Men get validation from sex. This is going to sound fucked up, but it's true. Men need sex. If they're not getting it from you, they're getting it from someone else. I mean, they were built to do that. Yeah, I mean, we were created well, for that. all of us were created for sex. Right. But one of the things I think is that whenever men, men receive validation from sex in the sense that they feel that that's all they have to give. You know what I mean? Wait, yes. That's really interesting. Women have so much that they bring to the table. Like we bring life <laughs> into this world. That is the most absurd yeah. thing that we can grow another human inside of us. Yeah. And I think that there's something super rewarding about that, even though periods suck and childbirth sucks. <laughs> but there's something super rewarding about that that men will never, ever get to experience. experience. 
I don't know if that, like, I don't know how to describe it as well. I feel like I need to turn on Mike Todd and replay that clip where he talks <laughs> about it. Because whenever he was saying all this stuff, I was like. You're like shook. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not doing it justice. I kind of get what you're saying, though. I get where you're trying to go. Yeah. Like, if a if a man is not getting sex from you, he's getting it from someone. Oh, I hate to believe that, but that's so true. I know. It's true. It is. And so when these needs aren't met for men and women, that is what causes them to lead astray, and they will look for it somewhere else. So if a woman doesn't feel affection and loved by her husband, she's going to go look for that from another man because another man will give that to her, and vice versa. If a woman isn't having sex with her husband or she's not respecting him or honoring him, mm-hmm. he's going to go find someone that will. Yeah. And I think here's another thing, guys, is that we can give that to ourselves. You know, we can have so much self-love and have love for ourselves and respect ourselves, but that sometimes is not enough. It's a whole different experience and a feeling when you get it from someone that is a different gender than you. Yeah. And we need that. So 12 steps to an affair. We have these written down. This is so interesting. I've never heard this before or seen this anywhere. But oh my God, I'm I'm shook. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, so I I heard this at church. Uh, I don't know if y'all are religious out there. I am personally, but I don't want to talk about religion right now. Just cut that. <laughs> okay. uh, but when I when I heard these 12 steps to an affair, it blew my mind. I literally had to write them down. And so I'm going to have Avery read them off to you because I think that they're so important and so valid. Yeah. Okay. So the first step is something that something makes you lean away from your marriage. Then it goes into awareness of another person. Then it goes into innocent meetings that lead to flirting. Continuing on, it goes to meetings become intentional and planned. And then when you're in a group, the two people linger together in conversation. Conversation shifts to feelings. Isolated meeting under the disguise of a legitimate purpose. Isolated meetings for pleasure. Embraces become affectionate. Embraces become passionate. Adultery happens, and then the affair is made public. I think it's so valid. Like I think that literally yeah. is how it goes. Yeah. Like within oneself during an affair, because no yeah. one's like, "I want to cheat on my wife." That's you never go. I mean, if you do, you're a sociopath. Go get help. But <laughs> no one's like, "I want to hurt this person I'm with." Yeah. It all happens in such a process. And then once it once it happens, you're like, oh, my God. And that's whenever you realize, like. What just happened? Yeah, because before everything was so innocent. You didn't yeah. consider it cheating. It was all under wraps. Until it got physical. Right. One of the ones I like is the, um, the one where it says meeting up for a legitimate purpose. That I have not been there. I haven't, like, done that in a relationship, but I've definitely done that before. Mm-hmm. I would make up excuses. Yeah, so that way you're like, you tell your partner, oh, I'm just meeting with them. It's for work. We're doing this. Yeah. But you think it's fine. Yeah. Um. So Oof. we're going to get into some of our stories. I don't really have too many stories on cheating. I've never been in a real committed relationship. Um. So since I don't completely have enough experience, I'm kind of going to let Avery take the reins on this one. Um, I do have, like, one little story, but I'll let you go for that. Okay. So, oh, okay. My experience with him, it was cheating and addiction combined. I'm not going to talk about the addiction because that's not my place to say, but it was a combination of that, and it was a lot more intense than just cheating. To be honest with you guys, I was hesitant about talking about cheating so soon on our podcast because I was like, no, I want to be fully healed before we ever even talk about that but then I was thinking I was like no this podcast is real I want to be real on this podcast this is something that I'm currently going through and I'm not going to hold back what I say I want to get messy with it because this is something that I would never ever wish on my worst enemy ever to feel what I felt yeah it is the worst thing you can possibly go through and I yeah probably will cry (laughs) <laughs> so just to let you know. Just bear with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's It sucks. And I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying because I'm fucked up. 
Like, it fucked me up. It messed me up. Yeah, whatever you said fucked up. Oh, like sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying because he messed me up, and I'm having yeah. to deal with it. I didn't deserve that at all. Not one bit. So I was so hurt because that night, the night that he cheated, that was the night that we had gotten back together after bring, being on a break. Take note that we were not broken up during that break. We just took a week break off. We were on a break. We were. It makes me think of friends. All agreed that you were taking a break? Yes. So then he didn't cheat on you. We weren't broken up. We were still official. But you were on a break. No, that isn't. Okay. Break you means just time said- away from each other. That's what I mean by break. Time. We took a week off. We said, okay, we said for the week, we're going to take time away from each other. We're going to gather our thoughts, come back. Did y'all talk about what a break means? Did you set that boundary yes. of you cannot yes. sleep with anybody because else? Because when I confronted him, he was like, yeah, you're right. We weren't broken up at that time. Oh, okay. That changes things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it hurt so bad because that night I was literally on the way to the party that they were at and he was doing it while I was on the way. And that day we had just gotten back to talking again and seeing each other again. And I was so excited and I worked so hard over that break to get a little bit healthy and, you know, get ready to get back into it with a positive mind. Mm -hmm. And I was so deep into it, into that relationship at that point to hear that he did that when I was on the way to that fucking party. Yeah, that's got a sting. I was like, who do you think you are? Like, like who? Not even to mention you cheated on me. Like you're a fucking prize. Why <laughs> would anybody cheat on you? Like literally I was just like actually go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I don't care. You don't I don't care? care. I don't care. Really? I had okay, during this relationship you guys, I was the most myself, the most real, the most loving, accepting, understanding, forgiving person that I'd ever been in my entire life. I had so much self-love for myself and I had so much love to give to him and to see it all crumble because of that. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Literally. I literally don't care. I literally don't care. Just like I want to throw a little bit in there so people know what we're talking about. It wasn't with this guy that she's talking about. It wasn't just like cheating. There was so much gaslighting. Manipulation. Manipulation. Yes. like Lying. Yes. And the things, the person that I saw Avery become is not who Avery is. No. Like she became just so sad all the time and I it was lost so, myself she did and it was so hard to watch like her be so devastated and brokenhearted and I would come home and she would just be crying to her mom on the phone and it was just it hurt me so bad because I I like witnessed it you know and like I love you and I care about you and watching you go through all of that pain was literally torture not to mention not this time, but, like, times before you just kept getting back with him mm-hmm. after stuff like this would happen. And it was so hard to watch you go through because I was like, this is not who she is. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even know who this version of Avery is, but it's not the girl I moved in with. Yeah. And it's so scary to think about it like that. Like, when I think back to it, I'm like, that scares me. I feel scared thinking about that, about who I was. Mm-hmm. That is so scary. And... Every time he wouldn't, he wouldn't be real. He would give me these reasons for like our arguments or whatever. Like he wouldn't give me real reasons. He would give me bullshit reasons that I would believe. He wouldn't tell the truth. So when he would tell me these reasons about why our relationship isn't working, I'm like, okay, then we can fix that. And he's like, okay, let's do it. But it wasn't the real reason. He wasn't honest with me. I was the number one communicator in that relationship. He did not know how to communicate. Yeah. I don't think, I don't want to generalize, but I just noticed like how good women are at communicating. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, like whenever you see women fight versus men fight, men is very, like when men fight, it's very physical. They hit each other. 
you know, but whenever women fight, that's whenever they're, like, screaming at each other or, like, saying mean things. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they are communicating versus guys, whenever they get physical, they get physical because they're holding in so much that they don't communicate to one another that bothers them. Yeah. Like, I feel like it takes a lot for women to get in a end-all, be-all fight because we communicate so much. We talk about everything. And we're very in tune with ourselves. Yeah. Where I feel men just... It's more natural to us. Yeah. Where I feel that men just will hold it all inside until one night they get really angry with their friend. And instead of telling them, like, dude, you're making me mad or blah, 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 whatever, they end up getting physical and, like, fighting one another. Yeah. There's two things that I can say off the top of my head that I felt and that I had to go through when... I was cheated on. The first thing that I can say is that you experience all of the emotions possible. You feel manipulated. You feel used. You feel gross. You feel stupid. You feel upset. You're mad. You're hurt. You're sad. You feel everything. You feel backstabbed. You feel betrayed. But then also at the same time, you feel so guilty and so angry because you still love the person. Right. That sucks, Riley. It's so right because... You still love that person and you literally don't want to believe it. You're in disbelief. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. And the hardest thing for me with that relationship was that I had to understand that I was never going to understand why he did what he did. I had to be okay with not understanding that. And that was the hardest thing. Yeah. It puts you in therapy and he's just like, on his merry way going to fuck with other girls. And it's like, dude, go get some fucking help. You yeah. need therapy. You are a literal sociopath. Sorry, I know this guy. And I, like, hate him with everything in me. But it makes me so mad to think that, like, he knows he needs help. Mm-hmm. And he refuses to get it. Mm-hmm. And he's talked to probably three different girls at this point, And each girl, he's just hurting them, causing them to have to heal themselves Rather than just doing the fucking work on himself. Yeah. Like, if he would just go to therapy, get the help he needs, then he could maybe be in a healthy relationship one day. But instead, he's leaving a trail of broken hearts behind him and all these people who need to pick themselves back up. And it's not just an individual thing. It affects the people in their lives, too. So, like, if you think about how many people he's affected because he refuses to get help for himself, it's terrible. It's disgusting. It is. And it just grosses me out to think about it because I would sit there and he would tell me all the things that were wrong with him and his issues and his problems that he was dealing with on the inside. And then the next day he would go on dating apps and hit up all these girls and be trying to find validation through any girl that would talk to him. And I'm like, ew. I'm watching this right now, and it grosses me the fuck out. Yeah. He knows he has issues. And I would sit there, and I would listen to them and tell him, it's okay. It's okay that you have them, but you have to fix them. I'm like, don't be hard on yourself. Just go get them fixed. You're going to figure it out. It's going to be okay. But no, he chooses to spend his time talking to other girls, trying to get validation and approval through them. I think he just wants a girl to fix him. Dude, I already tried that. (laughs) Yeah. You Which and I shouldn't have, but every I other girl. That's why you don't choose yeah. a guy who needs fixing. And I didn't even know that until it's literally, oh my God. Okay. I, when he told me the stuff that he was doing, I looked at him and I said, I don't even know who you are anymore. I saw a whole different side of him that I did not know about. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is not the person I signed up to I be was in like, a relationship with. I was like, who is this? Like, who are you? Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing is like he can choose his own path. You know what? Great. I don't care. And it's like if like, even if he was getting better right now, if he was becoming a better person. Great. But go fuck yourself. You literally did this to me. You guys are not the worst. People like him, they're the worst. Yeah. Will I forgive him? I want to say that I do or that I will. But right now I don't see a need to. That's fair. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Like things that he did, it's okay for you to take time to forgive him. 
But I think forgiveness is very important. I do too. Because he built character in you. Yeah. You know, like it's good for the plot. Yeah. Like he made me stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously I'm so grateful for what I learned, but right now I'm not there yet. And I know that I most likely will forgive him eventually. And just because I forgive him, that doesn't mean that I have to like him or be his friend. No, please, no. please, please don't no. ever talk to him again. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, but eventually I think so. But right now I don't see the need to. So for me, since I've never been in an actual committed relationship, I can't say that I've ever cheated on someone or been cheated on because I've never been in like I've never it's never been exclusive so that being said though I did have a friend in high school who would constantly cheat on her boyfriend and it's so like it makes me ashamed to say it but like I would help her cheat on her boyfriend and this friend from high school was so manipulative she could lie straight to your face you could know what she's talking about is a lie and she could lie to your face and make you believe the lie and make you question yourself. Like, that's how good of a liar and a manipulator she was. Like, I would see videos wow. of her doing something and she would be like, I never did that. And it would be so convincing to where I would almost believe it. And I'm like, wait, no, I saw it in a picture or in a video. Like, I know you did that. Holy shit. Yes. So she was dating um, one of our friends. And they had been dating for, like, long years. And the whole time, she cheated on him with, I don't even want to say the number, because, like, that's not my place to out her body count. <laughs> but that being said, she would cheat on him so many times. I can't tell you. I mean, at least, I, never mind, I'm not going to say the number. At <laughs> least, like, a, a bunch of different times, like, she would come over and, like, a different... Like, we would be at her house, and she would have a guy over, and then, like, I would be in the other room, they'd hook up, he'd leave, all while she had a boyfriend. You're kidding. Or we'd be at a friend's house, her and a guy would go in the room, and I would just, like, be there. Not in the room, obviously. Oh, my God. But, like, God. I would be, like, I would know that she did it, and I would help her cheat on her boyfriend, and then... Eventually, it got to the point where, like, so many people were telling him, like, dude, she is cheating on you. Like, you're stupid. Like, mm -hmm. how do you not know at this point? She, yeah. She's been with so many guys, so many of your friends. I'm putting air quotes around friends because not friends, but so many of his friends would hook up with her and, like, not tell him. Like, uh -uh. it was bad, like, how oh much she cheated God. on him. Yes. Like, she made him look like a fool. And one time... That and makes me feel so bad. I know. And like, you know, I'm I'm very loyal almost to a fault. And I think that that's why she and I became so close because I was so loyal to her where mm -hmm. like I would I would lie for her. I would manipulate for her. It brought out the worst part of me. And I think she used my loyalty as a friend and, you know, took my kindness for weakness, basically, where that's what she would use to, like, have me manipulate for her. So one time her boyfriend came up to me because there was a rumor going around about a guy that she had hooked up with. And he straight up asked me to my face, is she cheating on me? Did this happen? And I would look him in the eyes and I would be like, oh, my God, no. Like, what are you talking about? She loves you so much. She would never do that to you. Like, I hated the person that she made me become because I would always, I would do anything to defend my friends and, like, that's how I would ra rationalize it. But now I'm at the point where, like, if I found out that one of my friends was cheating on their significant other and that person, I mean, first of all, I would tell my friend, I'd be like, I'm not going to lie about this because I've done that in the past. I don't want to do that. I don't like the person that makes me. That's not fair to me. Yeah. So if you're going to do something, keep me out of it. Because if I find out, I... You don't want to be in that situation. I will give you the opportunity to tell them, but it's going to come out. 
Yeah. Like, exactly. don't make me, I don't ever want to do that again, you know? Yeah. I've kind of been in that position, but it was where my friend got a Snapchat from my best friend's boyfriend. Oh, I've heard about, and then you had yeah. to tell him. And he was like, hey, you know, basically just asking or just saying stuff that he shouldn't. And I saw it on his phone and I was like, oh my God. I was like, you're kidding. And it puts you in the worst spot because you were like, yeah. oh my God, now I got to tell him his boyfriend's cheating on him. Yeah. And I mean, me and my friend were not close at that time, really, because he was in that relationship and it mm-hmm. made him, you know, not the best person. So I told that friend's best friend and then it was told to him. So just to wrap up this podcast, we're going to do a fun little segment with you guys and we're going to read y'all some things that people have wrote in about cheating and being cheated on and just all of the things. So shitty things, but cheating. So one of the submissions that we got from one of our listeners on our Instagram DM. So here's how it went. The first time he made out with another girl while drunk at a party on our anniversary without me there. Then same guy dot dot dot. I was in the car driving downtown with my girlfriend's sister and my mom and we passed him on the street in public holding hands with a different girl that I'd asked him about, but he totally lied about her to me. We even drove back by just to make sure it was them. Moral of the story, he's a piece of trash who will never know how to treat a woman. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That She sucks. drove by I think was- and saw him walking on the street with another girl. Like, what are the odds of that? I hate, I, oh my God, I think it's the worst to see it in person, to find out in person, like see it happening. Yeah. Especially you're with your mom and your yeah. sister and you're like, oh my God. And you're like, wait, that looks like my boyfriend. And then you realize, holy shit. It is. Uh, I would not know what to do. I would they, freak like out. Like she said, they drove by to make sure. They they turned around and drove by again yeah. to make sure. Yeah, I've never seen I've never seen a cheating thing like in person. That would suck. Here's another one that we got from another listener. I had this guy I dated on and off all the way from seventh grade until sophomore year of college. He was always hurting me, and then I'd stop talking to him for a few years or months, and we would start talking again. Super toxic. One of the times he cheated on me was after I forgave him for hurting me when I hadn't talked to him in two years. We were pretty much dating, but he hadn't talked about being exclusive just yet. One night we went to a party and were together having fun the entire night. Everyone knew we were a thing. The night had ended and people started to leave except for the people that were close friends to the host of the party. I eventually left. The guy was still there along with a few people, girls and guys, When I got home, I was in bed and I had this pit in my stomach that something bad was going to happen. The next day, we had a graduation party to go to where, then again, we were together the entire time. We had gone off by ourselves for a little and talked about being exclusive and even told each other we loved each other. I know it seems soon, but I had been dating this guy on and off since seventh grade, so it really wasn't that soon. A couple weeks later, he drove to my house early in the morning and told me to come outside. I had thought maybe I, he had brought me kolaches or chicken minis, lol. <laughs> but nope, kolaches, just a Texas thing. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Kolaches are it's pigs like in a blanket. Is that cheese. what it's called? With cheese. It's oh, like yeah, sausage, with cheese. cheese, and bread. I forgot. Okay, yeah. He told me that night that I had a pit in my stomach because he slept with someone else. My heart dropped all the way to hell, pretty much. Moral of the story, don't go back to someone who has hurt you and always trust your gut. Luckily, he had the balls to tell me, though, and not hide it until I found out. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. So, like, everyone knew they were a thing. They were exclusive. They had just said, I love you, (gasps) like, that night. And then he had sex with another girl. Wait, okay, wait. I thought of a quote Um, when you were reading that. It was, like, she said, like, don't go back to someone that's hurt you before. Okay, this quote that I saw, it was, like, last week or something. It came on my phone. It said, it was, like, don't or it was like believe someone when they tell you they don't want you the first time yes I saw that too like when they tell you you don't want you like they they don't want you Mm -hmm. like don't just ignore it so another one that we got is she said we were moving apart and I told him to break up with me because I didn't want him to cheat because we were doing long distance he cried and begged me to stay with him and then he cheated anyway (gasps) short and sweet oh my god And then this is the last one. Oh, damn. This is long. Okay. For our last submission, 
I'm going to read it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I can't talk right now. My mind is like mush. Okay. So I dated a girl for almost the entirety of my senior year in high school. Summer after I graduated, I started talking to this girl I used to have a big crush on back in the day. We were friends, so it started out chill. Then one night, my best friend and I went to go swim at her house with a bunch of other people. We stayed out all night, went to Waho at 3 a.m. Is that Waffle House? Probably. And me and the new girl went and watched the sunrise. And we kissed. My GF was at the beach at the time, dot, dot, dot. When she got back, I felt so guilty, I told her about what happened. She was pissed, rightly so, but we stayed together. Went to church camp together, things were good, but I was hanging with my best friend at his place, and the new girl asked for a ride to the dentist appointment. I was heading in the same direction, so I said I'd give her a ride. I stopped to get gas, and one of my girlfriend's friends was like, Oh, hey, I see you and -and so-and-so getting gas. And she was like, Huh? I'm babysitting. And then my GF called me, and I told her the truth. She broke up with me on the spot. I tried to give the new girl a chance, but it ended up not working out because I felt so bad about what I did. That whole situation was awful, and I regret ever doing it. I could barely show my face at my high school without being criticized for what I had done because she was still in high school and everyone knew about it. And now I'll always be branded as a cheater. I've grown and matured through the mistakes I've made, and I'm in the best relationships have ever been in my entire life. Moral of the story, don't always put cheaters in the same box. Some cheat and lie and only care about themselves and continue to do it. But some learn and grow from their mistakes and can get past the stereotype of cheating. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I liked the end. That's really a good way to put it is like there's a difference in cheaters. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard though. Yeah, it is hard. I I don't know if I could go back to someone that's cheated on me. Like good for them if they um, have matured and learned from it and developed. But that's not my person. Yeah. Um, okay, so shitty things. I we have we have one email. <laughs> <laughs> one email. Here we go. Love you. <laughs> so we do need you guys to send us some more shitty things. We're gonna do some of ours just for the week, but we also have one person that wrote in, but we would love to have more. We need the content. We need the shitty things. Tell us some of the worst things that you've done. Don't worry. We'll keep it anonymous. Just go on our website or you can DM them to us or you can email whatever floats your boat. But we need we need some shitty things. Yeah, just a few. Okay. Once upon a time, I had a guy I dated senior year of high school. When it was time to go to college, I did not want to be tied down like any normal person would. Although I ended things, we still continued to talk like the toxic people we both were, mainly him. I lived my life in college while he was at home waiting to go to the military. A situation happened that had constantly happened while we were together, so I decided to cut things completely off with him and move on. Well, he did not like this idea. He drove through the night for eight hours to come knocking on my door at 8 a.m. in the morning, all because I had decided to stop talking to him. Some may say this is a romantic gesture, but I say it's batshit crazy. My roommate and I woke up to an unexpected knocking on our dorm room door. I opened it to see him, and I just (gasps) stared in shock. I talked to him for about an hour, told him that he could sleep in my bed for a few hours since he drove all night, but when I got back from class, I wanted him to be gone. Out of sight, nowhere to be seen. This boy drove 16 hours to try to win me over, with a big grand gesture that I was just not going to fall for. Looking back, I think it was really shitty of me not to say, not to let him stay longer, but in that moment, I knew if I saw him, then I would get back in the cycle of toxicity. Oh my God. Well, good for her. I know. She knew. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 16 Ah, hours. I don't know what I would do if someone did that to me. I know. So my shitty thing for this week is the fact that I broke things off with that guy. It really sucks. Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> it. I mean, no one likes to feel rejected. And I mean, even though I'm the one technically that rejected him, who's keeping count though? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he made me feel rejected for a while. So yeah, I just had the guts to call it off. Yeah. I'm and it sucks. It feels shitty. I feel shitty. It's shitty. Part of me wonders if I just kept talking, would it would anything have changed? Probably not, but who knows? Yeah. Avery's turn. Well, for my shitty thing this week, 
I honestly, I'm just exhausted. I'm literally exhausted. I think I have so much on my plate right now. Riley thinks I have insomnia, which I don't think. I'm literally she has ex- insomnia. She, has, she thinks I'm struggling with insomnia. Like this this past week, I haven't gotten any good sleep at all. Like I am running on maybe four hours of sleep in the past two days. Like, I dude, be, I would be sick. I know. I feel like a zombie. I'm surprised I'm, I'm even here right now, like doing this. Like it, I, I literally, I, I don't even know what to say. The day was the only day we could have done it. That's yeah, why. <laughs> yeah, but like. I've just been doing this podcast and doing school and work, and I'm just exhausted. I feel like I'm just moving through the fucking week, and I'm a zombie. That's not really a shitty thing, but it's a shitty thing for me, so. (laughs) (laughs) It affects me. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in today. Follow and DM us crazy stories and shitty things at You're Not the Worst Podcast. Go on our website at you're not the worst.com, and you can submit shitty things anonymously. Follow and subscribe to us. And we will be uploading new podcasts every Wednesday. And please, please, please give us five stars. Give us a review. (laughs) I know it sounds so corny. You hear everyone say it and all of that. But please do it. If you don't give us five stars, you're fake. And we love you guys so much. (laughs) We are here for you. Obviously, Please give us five stars. Please follow us on social media. Check out our website. Also, write a review. But if you don't like us, don't. Don't rate us. Only if you love us, you can yeah, give us a good rating. Yeah, we can't take the negative feedback. Don't give us negative feedback because... We can't take that. No. All right, guys. Well, you know where to find us. Um, my personal Instagram is RileyNelson18. My personal Instagram is Avery Blessing. And you can find us together at You're Not the Worst Podcast. Thanks, guys. See you next Wednesday.